Today on Building in Faith with Pastor Ed Jones. Building in Faith. Whenever we neglect His Word, we do so to our own detriment. His Word was meant to be a road map to get us from here, earth, to our final destination, heaven. It shows us how to live. It shows us where the difficult places are, the potholes in the road, and it, it keeps us from taking the wrong path that becomes a dead end. Reaching up high with arms open wide we see You're changing our lives so we can be our hands and feet As Pastor Ed continues his teaching series, he'll be exhorting us to spend more time in the Word of God. The Bible isn't just a book that helps us become better people. It's God's inspired Word that has the power to transform us and mold us into the very image of Jesus. When you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit fills you and teaches you the Word of God. If you neglect reading the Bible, you're basically saying that you know how to journey through life on your own without a roadmap. Now here's Pastor Ed with today's edition of Building in Faith. Building in Faith One of the most important things that we can do is hear the voice of God. We're in a series on hearing the voice of God. The other week we talked about hearing God's voice in our circumstances. God's hand is upon the circumstances of our life, and he will speak to us through events, through big things and small things and medium-sized things, but God has a way of communicating to us through the circumstances of our lives. So how do you properly discern the voice of God? Now, God also speaks to us through his word. His word is the standard by which we judge everything else. All of the truth, all of our experiences are judged by the Word of God. We are to practice and we are to follow the sacred scriptures. That becomes the touchstone for all that we do. God's Word, He'll speak to us out of His Word. It's a revelation of His mind. It's a revelation of His heart. It's an unfolding of how He deals with people. And we learn about God through his word. We're going to turn to Psalm 119. It's a psalm that talks about, that whole psalm about the importance of God's word in our lives. In Psalm 119, verses 15 and 16, the psalmist says, I meditate on your precepts. Now, that's another word for God's law, his word, and it uses several words that say the same thing, his testimony, his laws, his ways, uh, his commandments. It's referring to scripture, that revelation 
of himself to us through his word. I will meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. I delight in your decrees. Again, his word. I will not neglect your word. I will not neglect your word. Whenever, whenever we neglect his word, we do so to our own detriment. His word was meant to be a roadmap to get us from here, earth, to our final destination, heaven. It shows us how to live. It shows us where the difficult places are, the the potholes in the road, and it, it keeps us from taking the wrong path that becomes a dead end. God's word is our guide. It is the way, the primary way, he speaks to us the way in which we judge every other revelation. We've talked about how God speaks through our circumstances. This week, God speaks through his word. Next week, we'll be looking at how God speaks through other people. And what's really important in that is to develop the gift of discernment, to discern the voice of of God. When is God speaking? Is this God's voice? What is he telling me? God's word is that lamp onto our feet, that light onto our way. Monica was a godly woman. She prayed at the birth of her son that this young child would grow up to serve God. She would sing hymns to him while he was just an infant in her arms. As she sang and worshipped, her prayer was that this young child would live for God and serve God. But as he grew older, he departed from the way that she was leading him in, showing him to walk. And he actually became involved in deep immorality. You know, he had a a brilliant mind. He became a, a professor and he fought against Christianity. At the age of 19 years old, he was living a decadent and moral life. His mother had a dream. And in that dream, she was in heaven and she was walking hand in hand with her son. And that dream comforted her. She sensed that God was speaking to her to tell her that he would save her son. Well, things just went from bad to worse. And she became very troubled in her heart. And she was well known in the Christian community. She was a woman of prayer, a woman of God. And so a guest speaker was coming to speak in that church who was a very godly older man. And she was able to have an interview with him. And she told him all that she was going through. She told him how she had been praying for her son for years and years. And this wise, old, godly man looked at her. And um, he said, woman, it's impossible for the son of those tears to perish. And it hit her. It was like a prophetic word. 
a sense of assurance that God was going to answer that prayer. Still yet time passed. And one day, he was in the garden. He was just walking. As he was walking, he heard the singing of little children. Take up and read. Take up and read. Take up and read. He he looked around. There were no children in the yard. There were no children playing. And there was the scriptures. And so there in his garden, he took up the Bible and he read. And this is what he read. From Romans chapter 13, 13 to 14. Let us behave decently as in the daytime, not in orgies and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and debauchery, not in dissension and jealousy. Rather, clothe yourself with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the sinful nature. That verse of Scripture reached up and reached into his heart. And in that moment, he turned his life over to Jesus Christ. He is known in church history as St. Augustine or St. Augustine. He became one of the greatest minds and theologians in all church history and who's influenced church history throughout the ages. Now, I want you to see what God did. God spoke in a dream, and then in a word of knowledge from this elder statesman of God, and then he spoke in a supernatural voice as Augustine walked through that garden to her, take up and read, take up and read. Take up and read. And then the scripture grabbed a hold of his heart. God still speaks. He will speak to you again and again and again and again. And if you soften your heart and train yourself to listen and develop discernment as we talked about last week you'll get rid of the bad filter and you'll embrace the good filter so you can discern the mind the voice of God God speaks through the scriptures that's his primary method God speaks through the scriptures it reads in 2nd Timothy 3 16 to 17 All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Look at that verse. All scripture, from Genesis to Revelation, Old and New Testament, the literature of the Bible is breathed out by God so that it would communicate with you and me. Notice it says teaching. The idea of that is that there were many heresies in Paul's time, many people going in the wrong direction, uh, being misled, as there is today. 
Sometimes our Christianity becomes mixed with culture. Sometimes there are cults that twist the scripture so that people are misled and eternally lost. Here, God speaks through his word to teach us how we are to live, to help us to find the truth the right way. We need instruction. And God's book, his holy word, is a means of teaching us. So it's for teaching. But it also is for reproof or rebuke. Uh, The idea is that sometimes uh, we're just going in the wrong direction and we need a, a lightning bolt from heaven. Have you ever felt that and experienced that? Where like a lightning bolt comes down from heaven deep in your spirit convicting you that this is wrong? That you've grieved the Holy Spirit? Or you've gone in the wrong direction. That's a reproof. And that's for your benefit. To help you. So that you'll turn away from whatever you're doing to God. And you'll recognize his voice. God speaks powerfully through his word. He, his word corrects us. There are times that um, we're again stepping out and and, and we need correction to get back into the place where God wants us to be so that we will be blessed. We will be blessed by him. So it it corrects us. Uh, God's word trains us. The idea is that we have been created in Christ Jesus for good works. God has a purpose, a plan for all of our lives. That purpose and that plan has to come into play as we are trained to hear, to obey, to listen, prepared for what God has us to do. So it trains us so that we could walk in his ways. See, God's word promises to mold our lives and to shape our lives. Don't let the culture shape you. We're called, in a sense, clay vessels. And God shapes our lives through the circumstances that we go through, through the word. The Bible says, don't be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that happens as we study the word of God. That means you you dig into the word of God. That means you'll read the word, reread the word, analyze, look at it again and again, and, and go through it. And You study the word until the word studies you. You study the word until the word studies you. You you hear God's voice in it and it shows you yourself. It's a mirror that shows you the condition of your heart. See, it's not outward laws and rules that necessarily change us. God is changing us from the inside out. He changes us through his word. And so you have this impact of being transformed. For years and years and years, decades and decades and decades, the people of God neglected the word. The story is told in the book of 
Ezariah and Nehemiah. In the book of Ezariah, I'm going to read, in Ezra, I'm going to read verse 10. For Ezra devoted himself to study and observance of the law. Now here, this spiritual leader studied. How do you study the Bible? Well, you don't go in and read into it what you want it to say to you. Uh, you, you don't read into it cultural norms. You realize that it was a book written to people generations ago, but yet it's for us today. And so there's a process. First of all, you begin to look at it and you begin to make observations. And maybe you record some of those observations. Then there are verses and phrases that maybe are understood in a historical light or understood in a grammatical light. And so then you ask interpretive questions of it. And then you can make application of it to your life. Now you say, Pastor, that sounds like a real complicated process by a study guide. Nav Press has them. Zondervan Press. A lot of Study through the Gospel of John using a study guide that will ask you inductive questions that will help you to discover the truth in the Word of God. Uh, get a study Bible. Uh, read K. Arthur's book on how to study the Bible. Getting a sermon on Sunday morning is not enough. Getting into the Word and the Word getting into you is what we need. Someday, all of us will stand before God and we'll have to give account of our lives. And when we stand before him, he'll ask us and he'll evaluate us. Imagine God asking you, well, why didn't you do this? Or why didn't you behave like that? Or why didn't you do that? Well, I don't know. I didn't know about that, God. Can we plead that? He gave us a love letter that reveals his will and mind and heart and how we ought to live. You've got to follow the instruction booklet. If we don't follow the instruction booklet, we can't plead ignorance when we get to heaven. God expects us to study the word. Now, the people of God had neglected God's word, and because of that, they experienced judgment, they experienced all sorts of trials that came into their lives, but now they had returned to the promised land, and Ezra's studying the book, and in Nehemiah, Nehemiah comments on that day, the people began to weep and to cry, for the people had been weeping as they listened to the words of the law. They, they realized, oh, we've been disobedient. We've been wrong. Now he encouraged them that God was responding in grace to them. The Bible says, blessed are those that mourn. The Bible should make us cry at times. The word of God should cause us to weep over our own sinfulness. There should be tears of repentance that come because we're hearing the voice of God in Scripture. If we're not studying the Bible, we're missing out on something. We can't, we can't, can't, can't use an excuse that our culture 
has set the norms for how we ought to live. Let the word of God speak to you. Speak to you. Because God's word tells us what we're to do, how we're to live. It's for our correction. It's for our training. It's for our rebuking. It's for our teaching. All of those things are absolutely essential. There's a a verse of scripture that... um, I think is amazing when it, in Timothy, when it says to us, and I'm reading again from the portion we read earlier, but I'm reading from the New Living Translation. You have been taught the Holy Scriptures from childhood, and they have been giving you wisdom to receive the salvation that comes by trusting Christ Jesus. All Scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong. It teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. Read the book of Philippians. Read First and Second Peter. Read the Gospels. Read the Old Testament. Spend a half an hour. Listen to the Bible being read. Use your app. But make it a common practice because it's going to train you to understand what God's voice sounds like. You will learn the mind, the heart of God and how God works with his people. I want to read to you the words of Ben Campbell Johnson. He said, The Spirit not only causes the text to connect with your situation, It also makes it speak truth to you as you read. It seems that the truth of this biblical text knows you, knows you even better than you know yourself. How often have you begun to read a text only to discover that soon the text is reading you? You have a sense that the voice in the text or beyond the text is speaking to you personally. All of us have If we study the Bible, read the Bible, know the Bible, have those experiences where a verse of Scripture reaches out and grabs a hold of our attention and gives us guidance for a specific situation. On one of my uh, book tables uh, in my living room, I have a book. It's titled, A Hundred Verses That Changed the World. And in that book, it talks about men and women who had a word from God out of the scripture that they stood on that impacted their lives and the lives of those around them. When you hear God's voice and you listen to his word, what he's saying, it impacts you and it impacts all those around you. There are a thousand different voices calling to us to go this way, to go that way, to go the other way. And in the midst of a confusing culture, we need to hear the voice of the Lord saying, this is the way, son, this is the way, daughter. Walk in it. His word speaks to us. So studying the word, taking seriously the Bible, not just five minutes here and five minutes there. I'm not against devotionals. I'm not against the promise box, but you need more than that. You need to dig into the Word and let the Word dig inside of you. 
Can you hear His voice? Stop and ask yourself that simple question. When was the last time I spent time alone with God and simply listened for His still, small voice? If you're like most people, the hustle and bustle of life gets in the way of taking time to hear from God. We hope today's broadcast was a helpful reprieve from the busyness of life. It's our prayer that you did hear God's voice as Pastor Ed taught through the Scriptures today. You've been listening to Building in Faith, the radio ministry of Dr. Edward Jones of Faith Assembly in Poughkeepsie, New York. Now, we want to encourage you to log on to buildinginfaithradio.com to spend some time getting to know us and to stay current with what's being broadcasted here on Building in Faith. At the website, you'll find today's message for you to listen to again, download, or even post to your Facebook page to share with your family and friends. Again, that's all available when you log on to buildinginfaithradio.com. Or if you'd like, you can always give us a call. Our phone number is 845-462-5955. That's 845-462-5955. Well, that's all the time we have for today. In the next edition of Building in Faith, Pastor Ed will continue teaching through his series entitled, Can You Hear His Voice? So be sure to join us. Until then, may God richly bless you. Your word restores.